I can't believe that we get to talk about the last Friday the 13th movie ever made. Wait, what? There's how many more? Oh, my God. Oh. Jamie? Yeah. Let's go talk about Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Spooky boys, you think we should do this? Sometimes that is better. My own brother, a goddamn shit sucking vampire. How do we know she is alive? Groovy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Good Times Great Movies. We are an 80s movie podcast where every other week we talk about a different movie from that decade. No, we watch a different movie from that decade, we and do. then we talk about it. And That's the that. order of things. Yep. It would really be something if we talked about the movie and then later watched it. And at the beginning of the next episode, we were like, yeah, it was fine. You know, we <laughs> thought we knew what we were going to see. wasn't exactly right. Uh, I'm one of your two hosts. My name is Doug McCambridge. And with me, being thrown through a window... Is Jamie Lorello. <laughs> Jamie, can you scream for me and I'll put in the sound of breaking glass here? Oh, I can actually. Do you, do you want me to? Like oh, do it. Now? Do it. Okay. Go for it. <laughs> okay. How was that? <laughs> I might have blown out the mic a little. New mic, very delicate. Oh, yeah, that's very loud on I, feedback. I you absolutely love it because when you do blow you? out the mic, I can hear nothing through oh. my headphones. It silences it completely. So did you hear a silent scream? I heard, I saw you open your mouth for a second. I went, oh, she's just pretending. <laughs> but when I edit this, I will hear it and I will put in the sound of breaking glass. You will. Excellent. That is the thing about this movie that I found amazing is that all the broken characters glass. get thrown through windows. They voluntarily jump through windows. At one point, a dog jumps through a window to, I think, <laughs> escape the movie because we never <laughs> see like, the dog I don't again. And he never gets killed. We don't see parts no, of the dog. We don't see the dog like lick Corey Feldman's face at the end of this movie. <laughs> no. I think the dog just ran off into the woods and was like, I'm going to take my chances with the wild animals here. Better off that way. Mm-hmm. Better off that way, really. Yeah, when the one girl is trying to lock up and get away from him, um, she's locking the door, and they they put something, I think, even in front of the front door to bolt it shut or whatever. But then there's this beautiful, it's beautiful, like, bay window. <laughs> and I'm like, but I don't know if the door's going to stop him because... The window, he'll come crashing through she, that like, thing. She puts and he up does. a single two by four <laughs> on a window and nails it oh, shut. Oh, does she even do that? Yes. She does. Okay. And it's like, Corey window. Feldman, help me here. We see, like you said, it's not even a bay window. It's a it's wall. Lo- it's, it's a wall window. It's an entire wall that yeah. just then caves in. Yep. It's a beautiful view. <laughs> Lovely little cabin they have out there. Now. I was a little jealous of. All of like these cabins are the scenery, gorgeous. The retreat. Yeah, yeah, I would love lovely. to go here and just rope swing in the nude with strangers. That's a big pastime. I like that too. When she happenstances on them with her uh, brother, yep. She's like, oh boy. Yeah. So it's that time of year, everyone. I love it. It's it's kind of what I live for. 
If yeah. we could do this all year long, it would get so redundant and so boring <laughs> so quickly. So I'm glad we don't do it. I'm glad we have no. some Baker boys, you know, thrown in there from time to time. Um, but this is so much fun for me. These are movies that I, I try and choose things I haven't seen, but good. You know, I've seen a lot of horror movies and I've seen a lot of eighties horror movies. So we're going to touch on stuff that I've seen before case in point, this movie. Well, what's lovely is for the most part, I have not seen these. And so they are, they open my mind up to like, we, this time of year is always like, it's like a world of wonder for me. These horror movies. I have come across so many through the looking glass in a sense. And I've, I've come across so many that I ended up liking, mm-hmm. even though parts of me say I'm not going to like it. So it's really kind of opened my mind up this whole, uh, this whole season that we're in. And I'm, I'm, I, I always get, uh, I look forward to it. And so, I yeah. feel like we can, we can get more into your personal views later. So I'm not going to ask you what you feel about this movie specifically, but we've touched on other slasher movies. I'm thinking specifically like, Remember the one about the kids working at a grocery store that we did last year? Oh yeah. So, yeah. so what a what a big grocery store, right? What an uh, like a so much back, so much yeah, so much back front space. facing yeah. areas of the grocery store. Yeah. So these are slashers, and these were huge, super famous in uh, the early '80s. They started to die out in the late '80s because they became redundant. And I think sure. last time I told you that. There are nine Friday the 13th movies made in a single decade that we can talk about on this. And this is like right in the middle. Well, interestingly enough, it's called the final chapter, which would make you think (laughs) they're going to end it here. And four seems good. They seem to do a lot of um, our our whole, I would say, what is it? The first maybe six minutes is just kind of giving us. Oh, looks like clips from the old from the first three. Right. Is that what we're getting fed over this campfire scene with these children or kids that we'll never see again? I mean, I could go I could go on a deep dive into the entire series and how they all connect. But we're we're not going to do that. You know, that's not what we're here for. It's not a Friday the 13th podcast. Right. When we get to our ninth episode, then maybe we can go back through and realize, oh, we did these out of order. Maybe that's not the way to go. Well, but. We could talk about that, certainly. And also, there was a... I was a guest on a podcast. Oh, man. I'm trying to do this on the fly, which is bad, because I don't even remember the podcast name. So oh, if no. the host or hosts of that are listening, I apologize. It was years and years ago. And it's actually... It appeared on our um, Patreon. Oh. Maybe I'll actually throw it out there for everyone, where myself as a guest on here, and these people... Mm-hmm went through and ranked every film in the entire series. The whole series of the 13th. Did you include the one where it's Jason versus uh, Freddy? Yes. Yeah, because that's in it, so you yeah. have to. It's yeah. like a okay. four-hour podcast. It's exhaustive. because you really went into it. Really went into it, and I might. Deep Jamie, I've, I've embraced this uh, TikTok thing because I, I feel like I'm I about think you're doing a great job old. on it, by the way. Okay, I'm enjoying things. seeing you, and you bring an enthusiasm to it. It makes me smile. I hope our fans like it, because I certainly do. Keep up the good work, I say. Thank you. Welcome. But I may even do like a really quick little thing where I personally yeah. just rank these. I, I, I Yeah, give us your little so, insight. Yeah. And, and you could shed some light here. Don't keep it just for our TikTokers. So this, all right. So what I will say is this starts the 
Tommy Jarvis section okay. of the series because the okay. the character played by Corey Feldman, he's in the next two films after this. But it's not Corey in the next no. two, correct? <laughs> no, it's okay. not. Actually, I'm sorry. He's in the next three and he's played by three different people. Because who can keep up, right? Because, who wants to yes. keep that role, and right? Between this one and the next one, he ages roughly 12 to 13 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's this segment. It's I, I don't know. I don't want to go into it, but this is kind of, this is like the middle of the series. Like I said, they kind of found their groove and they're like, we know what slashers are, put a bunch of teens in the woods and we kill them one at a time. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's drugs. Maybe there's definitely sex, okay. some boobs, some butts. We love it. And the kills have to be somewhat fun and interesting. Cause early on they weren't all that creative, but they were mm. just trying to figure themselves out. At this point, I okay. think they they were doing a pretty good job. You feel like they're solid here with their... I kind of For do. the series within itself or for uh, comparatively to all No, for the films. series within okay. itself. It's really... Got it. Like, it's tough to just Because we've seen and... some slashers, and I feel like we've we've seen cre- more creative kills than, than here. I agree 100%. Fun. Yeah. Okay. Yes. This okay. movie really takes a long time to get going... I don't know if you agree with that. It, takes <laughs> it really gets going for me. There's there's two uh, tickle me points, I guess. Please tell me um, one has to do with the hitchhiker who just stops to eat a banana. Oh, I forgot how groovy she is. Let's bring her in. <laughs> for no reason. That seems like something that was filmed months later. I feel like, like it was somebody that was like a good friend of the director. So like she was like, come on, I want to be in your movie. And he was like, well, I don't really have a role. And you're not, you know, yeah. whatever. I already shot the entire movie. What are we going to do? she's like, I'll just be your first kill. I'm the hitchhiker with the banana. Right. Everybody wants. And then I'll squeeze the banana. <laughs> I'll squeeze the banana. How about I have like a hippie sign that says peace and love, but on the back it says fuck you. Fuck and you. I just flip people off and then just like sit down and have a banana and I'm just like unceremoniously <laughs> murdered for mm-hmm. no reason. And that's the other thing. Jason is the, the backstory of this is. I mean, I guess we can talk about the first movie, but. Well, let's tell it how they tell it in the movie. In oh, this okay. movie. A little bit, because I do want to know the actual backstory. No, no, no. That's that's totally fine. So what no, we learn, yeah, at least in the beginning. I also like how I have questions about, um, and maybe you're about to answer I them, and I cut I you have off with this. Okay. Um, so what is, well, what is um, Corey's relationship to? Is he like a cousin of Fred or, or of Jason? I don't believe now. Maybe in later seasons or seasons, as though this is a (laughs) television series, which there was a television series. Um, Maybe in later movies. No, it's nineties, and it has nothing to do with this whatsoever. Like they, they just not even in a camp sense. Not even that they're away Mm. at the. No. Wow. It's like it's like these. Three people run a shop of like mystical items that they're kind of uh-huh. holding, and then each episode deals with a mystical item. Um, and it's backstory and, or whatever. No, it's front oh. story. Like somebody comes in, they're like, "Oh, I want to buy this," and so they buy some cursed like monkey paw or whatever, and then okay. that's what the entire episode is about. It, oh, follows them around about the cur- okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, it's not good. Um, some Doesn't sound like, like it. it is. No. Um, yeah. But anyway, I could be wrong, 
But I don't think until this movie there's any relationship whatsoever between Corey Feldman and Jason Voorhees. Because then why did he find, and I'm fast-forwarding, I guess, in our movie a bit, but why did he find the articles then? Like, was his mom a fan? No, it's because that crazy camper guy brought oh, the articles stuff. to okay, the house. Okay, that's what it was, and that's how he found I was like, where did he get those? And did his, So is his mom somehow connected? And no. she was like... Because okay, apparently okay. that camper dude is... He the, was... But, right, because he's like, my sister was killed. <laughs> By yeah. Jason Voorhees, and now I'm like a Jason Voorhees poacher. Yeah, and he's I'm on the, he's go on the hunt. And get him right. Yeah, okay, and he's got the smell. He's he's alive. Somebody's escaped the morgue, and I know it was Jason. I have to say I'm his his it. death. While it's not creative or interesting, horror movies where a character yells, "He's killing me," is one of the funniest things, <laughs> and also that. kind of sad. Where I I'm like, "Oh that. no, this is so sad." Run! He's killing me. Most people don't know it's about to happen, but you are aware as the well, machete keeps plunging into your body. You're like you're just gonna just say what's you're just narrating what's happening. I did find that that's one thing that I kind of enjoyed about this that that how badass the female it was the yeah. sister sure because he like you said screams he's killing me and she's just she's not having it she's no. gonna hide she's gonna scream in his face she's gonna try to hit him with the machete of her own she is gonna fight as she, didn't she cut his hand and then he's got that weird like hand she, jive that he does she, he's cut, in, like, his hand. Hand. she cut his hand uh-huh. when he reached up under the steps and then later stabbed him right through the palm oh, with the machete right. too like that's splitting right. his hand in half yeah She's Ouch. badass, but I always find it funny how nobody else even has a chance to fight no. Jason because they no. don't see it coming. But right. if you see him coming, it appears that you could do a pretty good job, honestly. Like, he's a, he's not, uh, he's, he's not clunky. just this monster. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you have time to prepare and you have a weapon, he seems to not really know how to approach you. Right, right. That's why I was surprised that the camper didn't make it. He seemed the most prepared out of them all. Yeah. But um, when really shit hit the fan or when Jason hit his face, I guess, is how it really went down. Do you think the director during that scene went, it's really dark. We're not lighting any of this. Can you just narrate what's happening? Yeah, so he had right. to yell, he's just killing make sure me, we he's know. stabbing me. Right. So people aren't going to be out looking for you. Because here's the other question about this. And now I'm just asking holistic questions about the, just some clarifying this notes. Fun. Before we get into the beats as we do. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened to mom? Was she just wandered off and didn't... Because we didn't get to see her get killed. That's why I thought maybe she was an auntie or something and she was going out into the woods to soothe Jason or something like that. Oh, I mean, that was the story I made up in okay. my head. No, Because I, we didn't see her die. We just saw her looking for her kids on that rainy night and then they start to look for her, but then they get distracted and she's more worried about the dog being alone at the house than the fact that they haven't found her mother and this killer is out on the woods. <laughs> Although that's how the whole search party starts, right? Is where's mom? I, I, I think we're supposed to assume that she's dead, of course. Mm. It is kind of a shame that we don't see it or at least see her later on like pose yes exactly because there's that we see he a couple does seem of the to bodies. enjoy posing people yeah. for some reason <laughs> yeah but and it's not even where at the end like she's sitting in the hospital room like with her head bandaged yeah. or something yeah. like that it is anticlimactic because we do literally see what happens to every other character in this movie right. except for except her. mama 
So you really do feel, and I think they're trying to call back to in the first movie, which we will talk about, um, mm-hmm. the killer's not Jason in the first I movie. I would assume not. That's how he, it seems like he's had some trauma. Right. Jason's and not he even becomes Jason. in the first movie. The killer okay. is his mother taking revenge for his death on these campers oh. who were not watching him as a child and he drowned in the lake. Oh. And that's the great thing is through the whole movie, you're mm. like, oh, this Jason guy's murdering everybody. No, it turns out to be his crazy mom. So I feel like they're kind of trying to lure you into that being like with the mom. Maybe being... it's but they spoil it immediately by showing a hulking monster wearing a hockey yeah. mask. Yeah, so yeah. it's not. Yeah, you're right. It is odd that we don't see it. I assume that actress is like, no, 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 no. No, I'm not putting prosthetics on my face or whatever. Like, I will walk <laughs> in the rain. That's fine. That's all. Right. But that's where you... I think she does give an exasperated look maybe at a certain point in her walk. And that is maybe to make us think she's come across something that would kill her. But that's where I thought it would maybe be saucy. That's what I want. If a murderer is about to kill me, I just want to be like... Oh boy. <laughs> That's how I <laughs> wanted to go down. Kind of exasperation. <laughs> oh, I guess that was okay. Oh, all yeah. right. Well, I gave it my best. I guess but, uh, this is what <laughs> this is what it is, right? Rainy night. This is how dark. I go. My children At least will my probably kids aren't gonna see it. Yeah. Never find my body, but <laughs> I guess they'll assume I all died. Right. Okay, let's. All right. So we've talked (laughs) about backstory. What are we even talking about, huh? We even have to still talk about backstory because the way it starts is kids like sitting around a campfire talking about the past three movies. Which I assume all those clips that we see in the beginning is just that. Um, Exactly. Yeah, to catch you up to speed. If this, in your case, is the first one you showed up to, (laughs) you have to have some sort of backstory, but also it's just mishmash jumbled up like and jason's mom and then jason killed people and blah 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 like i don't know did it make any sense to you not having seen Um, the movies i took some notes and i put well kind of obviously you i learned that there was there's a lake issue the boy the lake (laughs) okay and i didn't know like when you said that she he was killed by his uh uh camp counselors or whatever drowned like i didn't catch that i just I mean, he wasn't was, drowned by the. It was negligence. No, but it was they yes. were neglectful of him. But I didn't get that. I just got yeah, scary, scary boy lake and a mother's revenge. I did, and there was a beheading as part of the tale. But that might have been making it juicier. So I think they want to undo some things from the first movie, which the first mm. movie is really like, oh, Jason was a child that drowned in a lake so they want to undo that because of course he's the killer so they don't really say that and then yes at the end of the first movie uh the final girl cuts his mom's head off in a pretty cool scene wow and now this is so are we meant to no this is a real person not a zombie jason like, what are, are we meant to think he's really died or or is this just somebody some creepy forest guy who, we who wants to certainly get into it because yes this is well, supposed to be jason nine of them that speculate right. right this is supposed to be jason the boy who drowned in the lake in the first one but we kind of forget about it um who's like a deformed person he's still he's still a person at this point okay okay now this yeah, movie is... is called the final chapter and it it does make sense because they literally 
kill Jason at the end of this movie. Mm -hmm. It's such a brutal kill. Like the other ones before this kind of two and three, it's kind of like, well, maybe he's dead. Maybe he isn't. So you understand when he comes back. Why he's this? Right. Yeah. Exactly. But in Mm -hmm. this one, that ending makes it very clear. Like he's totes dead. He's gone. He's a goner. So then... Then he's I'm having, I'm having so much fun right now. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> I see the glow on your face. You're like <laughs> giddy. It's uh, just because of the red light. Um, <laughs> the next one, five, we mm-hmm. can kind of skip five. Five is a, it's a fun, fun movie, but it kind of, okay. it does, it, it kind of, it does something very, very different. I don't want to spoil it for you because we'll get to it eventually. Okay. It's so different. And then in the sixth one, a grown-up Corey Feldman, not played by Corey Feldman, oh, dang. Okay. shows up to dig up Jason, who's actually oh. had a burial. Like Somebody was like, oh, we should have funeral rites for this guy and put him in the ground. Again, was it the ant? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> so he digs him up to uh-huh. basically be like, I got to make sure this guy's dead. Oh. And he stabs him with like a iron rod Ooh. through his heart. Which is then... In his coffin. Yes. Yeah. Which is then Frankenstein style, struck by lightning, and it brings him back to brings life. Brings him alive. Yes. Oh, this is a six? This is this episode is six. six or whatever? And then the six. rest of the movies, I guess we're supposed to believe he's some sort of zombie monster. Like awakened monster yes. zombie. Okay. Yeah. So this okay. is the last movie where he's like a person. He's actually a person. person. A hu- yeah, a living person. Just with some deformities and some some trauma issues. He's got some serious wow. issues. When that mask comes off, again, terrible or amazing work with that machete by her at the end to only cut the mask off his face and to <laughs> nod him in the head at all. Just a quick strap. Just enough of what she needed to do just to just enough. get. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. enough to shock the audience, I'm assuming. Yeah. All right. That was, that was good. That was some good background. And then, yeah, I would have... Um, I know. Okay, so back to this movie. We're brought <laughs> sure. up to speed loosely on the things that have happened, such as a, a boy drowning in the water and a, mm-hmm. a mother being beheaded. Right. And now we also know that there's been some recent murders take place. Mm-hmm. Well, now the murders happen here to these campers, right? Is that? Yeah. Um, yes. In the second one, Jason doesn't have his hockey mask. He wears kind of like a burlap sack on his head. It's pretty funny looking. But oh, they because always... it's pre-mask. Yes. And then in ah. the third one, he kills a hockey goalie. Henceforth, giving him the hockey mask to wear. Yes. Gotcha. But we, we get little glimpses of those previous movies. And this movie takes place like the night of or it starts the night of the end of the third movie mm-hmm. which ends in a barn massacre right where there's been bodies found in an investigation yeah sort of ongoing but really case closed because they find also the body of jason so they think yeah he did it again but this time they killed him too because when the uh how about these um how about these EMTs who show up? Yeah. And are just like, oh man, they're all dead. Pfft, some emergency. Mm-hmm. Come on. Guys, mm-hmm. like, relax. It's totally like you should either be really bummed out. Like you shouldn't be upset by yeah. this that you just that it's not an emergency because human beings have been butchered. Because all these people have been brutally murdered. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, they're they're an interesting group with it with um Lack of compassion, we'll say. 
I think right? that's the best thing. Yeah, that's the best yeah. way to describe it, certainly. Yeah, and nothing happens. One of the ambulance uh, or EMTs, she gets a little freaked out. She, Freddie seems, or Freddie, sorry, I, do people it's, do that? Because it's, it's totally a thing, fine. is a commonplace thing? Okay. Yeah. Jason, this is a mm-hmm. Jason one. Jason's hand kind of flops. He seems to, she gets the sense that he might be alive. It I definitely thought she gets was going to be something in this movie. I thought so, too. I Maybe so the too. first kill, not just a, a stand-in for the audience to be like, oh, my God, boy, if I was yeah, this woman, something, I'd be happened. suspicious, too. Then we get to the hospital. We get even more suspicious couple. We get this weirdo doctor. Is who he another... a coroner? What, what is this guy? Oh, yeah, I guess he's the coroner. I mean, he's putting people into, like, the the lockers, the, the, the ice freezer boxes? lockers. yeah. yeah. He is the coroner, and, okay. but he needs his assistant nurse who... Oh, his nurse? Yeah. This little relationship here is totes and appropes. It seems unhealthy, first of all. I don't think it's, it's going to last. She's aware. She knows she's got to put boundaries down with him and that things that they're doing ain't right. She's not comfortable with it 100%. But, you know, I guess I don't know what she's attracted to because he comes off really like a slime ball. And you talked earlier about the vintage porn that we get to see at the cabin, which is this 1920-styles mm-hmm. film strip. Um, um, yeah, yeah, like old school porn we get to see. But this guy watches some weird exercise videos that looks like it's from that John Travolta, Jamie Lee Curtis movie that we watched. But it's just it's all like it's women working out against yeah. white, just nothing around them. His reactions to this, it's a, it's clearly a thing where the director's like, you're watching something on TV. Just react to it. We'll put it in later. His yeah. reactions to this at one point, he sits down, he's like, all right, ladies. Let's go. And you see them working out. And then he goes, oh, man. But they're still working out. Like, they're doing the same thing. Nothing is different where he should be upset by what he just saw in the previous shot. Well, wasn't wasn't it that then while he's listening to the working out video, he hears a little sounds and he's like, oh, man, something's interrupting my flow. No, he seems upset by what is happening on screen. But yes, you're right. No, there, there is a point where he's kind of. He hears something and is kind of like, because he's also, what, drinking tea or something while he's I'm doing this? S- I'm certain it's some sort of concoction. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're assuming some booze. Alcoholic. Some yeah. Sort of, mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. He seems him. that shady of yeah. a guy. He's like, I'm going to, I'm just going to have drinks with dead bodies. Mind you, he's watching this and <clears throat> the body of Jason is right behind him. And, um, Oh, can I can I just chime in here real quick because I found this chime really away. interesting. I I went through later on actually earlier today. I went through the cast list just to see. If oh, just to see, just to get a before. sprinkling of what. Right. Yeah, there's not too many people. The guy who dies in the shower, um, he was apparently in that movie we saw, Hell Night, forever ago. Remember oh. with the mutant monsters? Who you did some research and we're like, we don't know who these mutant monster people are. <laughs> The people making this movie don't know who they are. They're they're uncredited, and no one ever saw them again after this movie. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> call back to an episode that I'm assuming we did in our first year, mm. handful of months. This nurse, amazing. First of all, she played a waitress in Breakin', which we've talked oh. about. Oh, couldn't couldn't point her out there. But she, still, right? She was Leah Thompson's friend. In Back to the Future 1 and 2, her dark-haired friend oh, who she would yeah. talk to in the hallways. Yeah. And, and this woman also played the punk girl who showed up as a babysitter in Mr. Mom when he answered the door. Oh, 
And she was like, I'm a babysitter. And then he slammed the door in her face. So I found that delightful. She's got a fun little resume she's got going on there. Mm -hmm. Well, unfortunate about, well, I mean, I guess in some ways this, I guess if you're an actress in the 80s where you're just like, yeah, and then I did one of those like slasher films. and I would like to think that Crispin Glover was like, hey, you know who should play Leah Thompson's friend? Oh, yeah. I know this woman. Yeah, maybe he did. Maybe he Maybe did. Maybe he did. I would like to think that he's oh, not a total weirdo as he probably is. But that he's... Was this before or after uh, Back to the Future? This is before. Yeah, this I feel like is... this was his audition to play. <laughs> he is. I'm, I'm going to make two statements here. Uh-huh. He's amazing in this movie. Like he's the So be- good. Hands down, best so, part the of best this entire part. movie. I agree. And agree, also, 100%. Who knew that he was a fucking dreamboat, man? This guy, if he is not playing a dork, like, I just know him as playing a weirdo or a dork. And when he showed mm-hmm. up, I was like, teenage Crispin. You're all like, hello, what? handsome. Yes. And I don't know what it had to do with the people around him, but I was, I was very surprised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a handsome Crispin. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not embarrassed. So this nurse and coroner have a bizarre relationship where they're kind of making out, like going hot and heavy. Yeah, and this apparently is not the first time they've done it. No. And she wants to quit it, but, you know. Just right in the office in front of a workout video and a corpse right behind you. Yeah, it's awkward. It's awkward. And she knows it. But she gets, I don't know if he gives her a sip of his little potion-y drink or cocktail or whatever, but she she gets, of course, because we have to. She gets a little hot and heavy, and we've got a nurse, so we do the sexy nurse thing. And did but he then, turn on this workout video to set the mood, too? Because he's even yeah. like, well, hold on a second. Click, mm-hmm. check this out. And it seems to work. Yeah, he's not the kind of guy. I'm glad that she's wanting to quit him. I right. mean, she gets killed, so... It doesn't last, but she does. She's right. she, the the corpse moves, which freaks her out because it's right by her tush while they're getting hot and heavy, and so she's out and she's like, I don't even know why. Why do right. I do this? This was just like a sign that I shouldn't. And she's kind of hating on herself in, I guess, like the supply closet or this the yeah. I'm gonna say the room. pill the pill room, the, the, the pill dispenser room, the pill dispensary room that is in every hospital. I also find it very cute that she is at one point she's like, dude, I want to watch the news. Like, let's stop making up. I want to watch the news. And she wants to watch the news because it covers this horrible massacre. And when they they say the the name of the hospital, she cheers. Like, she's so excited. She's like, maybe my picture will be on the news. It's kind of cute. Well, there was a time when anything you were a part of that was part of the news, like the news is now everything, every moment, the Instagram, like everything's the news, right? 24-hour news program. There's channels, whether you're right or left or far right or far left, there are channels 24 hours a day, Mm -hmm. and they just Mm -hmm. repeat themselves over and over again. But yeah, it used to be kind of a rarity. It came on a couple hours a day, and that was it. Yeah, and when it was your local news, if anything you were a part of was on it, you were proud. Like if it was your school or whatever it was, your your local store. So yeah, I could I can feel her her excitement for like I want to watch the news and I and again we're hitting home that these this killer has been found or or is and all these bodies and and yeah this we're talking about something that she's. Very, very involved in. Um, and that still doesn't stop her, though, because she does see the news and still goes and makes out with this guy. 
Oh, no. Which is I, like, again, I'm thinking the news might be the thing that kind of got her revved up. Gets a her bit. excited. The workout video wasn't working for her, but she finally, like you said, is like, maybe this isn't a great idea with this hulking dead body behind us. <laughs> and so, like you said, she goes to the pill closet. Um, Where she'll, she'll meet her demise. Yes. When he's sitting there, after he puts Jason in the freezer, which he doesn't lock, so I guess he can just get out. Well, he thinks he's dead. Why do you lock a dead body? It's not going to move. Kind of a funny line here when he spills, whatever he's drinking, he spills it on himself and he yells out, holy Jesus, jumping Christmas shit. <laughs> yeah. Incredible writing for this movie. And then he gets, what, his throat like sawed? Yeah. With like yeah. a bone saw? With like a bone like saw, yeah. Saw? It's, yeah. Yeah. P.S. He gets his head sawed off while he's watching those creepy exercise videos. Yeah. The nurse just gets choked and stabbed. Is right. that right? That's yes. how I wrote down her death. And yeah, she's she's a little hard on herself right before she dies. She's thinking to herself, "I'm going crazy. I can't believe I'm doing this kind of stuff." But anyway, yeah, it's it's she's really like, "Oh, what? Where's my life going? Making out yeah. with a sick ass coroner in his office." Like, thank God I didn't have sex with him this time, but who right. knows what I'll do tomorrow. But how am I going to keep fighting him off? Right, right. right. And then, then she's murdered. So yeah. that's them. So she doesn't have to um, worry about it, which is good for her, I guess. Right. Yeah, I guess. Mm, I mean. Um, oh, and now we have, um, our next scene is the ladies on a jog. We meet uh, two new ladies that are just in the forest, mother-daughter, lovely relationship these two have. Really yeah. nice. The daughter, we we set up where the mother and the father are divorced, and the mother, I don't know if they've always lived in this cabin out in the woods, but I think it's like since the divorce, maybe she moved out here, right, to get some fresh air with the kids. Yeah. And um, I don't know how long it's been since the divorce. Um, it's not like a fresh move, like she's unpacking no, boxes, but it does no. seem like they're. That would have kind know. of helped. Like I, I kind of, I feel like that would have been a little more interesting if that's what was happening. Right, in this movie. right. But that they, they were learning no, about this land for, and exactly, yeah. yeah they yeah. have no idea where they are. They don't know the surroundings. They don't know how far it is to the local police station or something right. like that. Um, but no, they've they've been here, and that's exactly. It's just in the middle of the woods, and mm -hmm. and. This cabin that is theirs, that is a home, and then on the same land, not that far away, I'm thinking, like within, like this again, could like, be like you could throw a rock and hit it, or it could be a slight like bike a driveway ride, away, or it could yeah. be a bit of a drive. Right. We don't get a sense of geography as to how far these kids' house is from but there. But we know there's another more like a cottage cabin. Well, no, it's a pretty nice cabin as well. It still it's has two to maybe yeah. three stories if there's an yeah. attic in this thing. It seems yeah. relatively. Similar in size to what they Anyway, have. that's on their property too. But they live 80s in this... movie home geography is what you, <laughs> you tune into this podcast for. So we break down the living scenarios and situations of characters. <laughs> but also Corey Feldman. Oh, yeah. So there's these two are mother, daughter, and we get back to the cabin. And also, but also Corey Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> that should just be a... Friday the 13th, chapter four, but also Corey but Feldman. But also Corey <laughs> You're coming for Jason, but you're staying for Corey okay. Feldman. Well, and as we mentioned before, too, Crispin Glover has a nice, nice little spice that just keeps you locked in. As a, but yeah. As a nice spice that dances the night away. <laughs> dance. Seriously? Seriously. Incredible. You had mentioned them. The best dance moves. Even we've mentioned Breakin' and we've watched Faint, but 
these are some stellar dance moves. The African Anteater dance, we watched that recently. That's part, a titular to that movie. But this dance here, this dance here. And they let him go for a while, which I'm I'm no so happy about. No hint of self consciousness whatsoever. This is just my his favorite. Moves. My favorite thing is the the lack of reaction of the girl dancing with him, where she is not trying to match his energy no. level. She's no. just doing her own thing. It's it's incredible. And no one's taken aback. It's like they've seen him do this before, right. or this is just like. But they are so original, so authentic, and like you said, delivered in such a way that he he is confident in these moves. He's not second-guessing. He's not worried what others are going to think. These are his moves. I've never heard a director or anybody like that talk about him being you know, difficult on the set or anything like that. But you have to imagine, this was not in the script, but he did it for every take, and they kept they kept probably saying, no, 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 you can't. No, don't do it. Let's just Why do would one take where you Why would they d- say I no, no, no? They would watch that and be like, oh, my God, it's fucking brilliant. Do it again. We're going to take mean, it again you just and I, because. You and I think it's brilliant, yes. And I, would, I don't think we're okay, alone You know in what? That. I would like to. I don't. Th- all right. All right. I okay. Don't. Okay. You can't watch those moves and go, oh, no, bro. What are you doing? And if people, now, like, the if other people guy, have not seen this, first of all, if you don't watch horror movies, I know there are listeners to our podcast that don't like horror movies. They, they're not a big fan. Like, they like to listen to us talk about them, but they won't watch them. Just find this clip online because we cannot, like, if we're talking about insane or over-the-top dancing in a movie, I have a picture in my head of what I think that is. It's mm. never this. This is spastic and like it doesn't go to the music, but he is so confident with what he's doing. It's starting and stopping and stilted <laughs> in such a way where like, he freezes honest, at times and then continues <laughs> to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, if you if you know even a little bit of, of Crispin Glover, like yeah. this awkward personality character in just his whole filmography, right? This dance totally makes sense. They should call it the Crispin Glover, yes. and people should do it. And you should when, go to parties well, and, and yeah. or proms or dances or whatever and the anteater thing was. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what it should have been in Can't Buy Me Love. It's just yeah. him turning on Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, Final and being chapter. like, "Those are some moves that I've got." No, they're great. They're great. That Amazing. whole part is. That whole thing where they're like, they that too, he turns on this, like, was it him that turns on like the rock music? And he's like, yeah, we're going to yeah. dance to this. Yeah, that's, <laughs> and then they put on like the opposite end of that. And they're like, all right. And then when he gets, I'm, we're ahead of ourselves with the scene, but it's fine. Because um, it is one of the best. It is. When, so he, they, he puts on this like faster music to dance to, to get these ladies that they picked up on their walk and yeah. ladies they came with. Cause collect the ladies when at the cabin, right? Just bring <laughs> any, anybody who walks out of a double mint gum commercial can just show up to your cabin. It's cool. Okay. Wait, so let's back it up a little bit, just a little bit, because we, we pretty much can, right? We pretty much can. So it takes us a while a to crew. get to the dancing. So we have a lot to get through. Yeah. Crispin is part of this crew. That is driving up from, I, I don't know where, I guess the local city, no maybe. Idea. 
And they're coming in for, again, it makes it seem like in some contexts that they're moving into this house. They're the new neighbors to this family moving into this house on this land. But from what I'm getting the vibe of, it's more like these these teenagers are getting away for the weekend and have rented this cabin, like Airbnb style, on the same property that this family lives near this creepy lake where all of, I don't, everyone's watching the news, but they're still like, well, whatever, Jason's not. We're we're fine. He's already killed his few, it and now happened he's dead. Right down the road, possibly question mark, and also everyone's dead. So who cares? Yeah. So and he, including Jason, they all think so. So this crew, it's there's two dudes in the front. One dude's driving. One's the good-looking dude that he's the. In my opinion, he's the good-looking dude that dies in the shower. And then there's two ladies, one who seems a little sluttier. I mean, listen, if we're ranking the dudes in this movie, which I will happily do, maybe you put him one tick above Crispin Glover. Maybe I put yeah. him one tick below. But it's it's neck and neck, honestly. Like, yeah. that's a photo finish, if you want to put it's it that way. It's a photo finish. If we're just looking at If we want the whole personality, I'm a Crispin girl all the way. I love the awkwardness. <laughs> right, yes. but, yeah. but Until he is- dances, that guy's in... He's got a huge lead, honestly. But. Yeah, he's got great hair. He's he's like your handsome kind of, you know. And then there's the forgettable he's the one is dancing. the other guy. The other guy who, <laughs> until he turns on the slow music, I was like, oh, who's this guy? And we're he's far the... into this movie yeah. before he makes his presence known to me, a person who's seen this movie multiple times. You're like, who's this guy again? <laughs> And then, so there's those two. There's two girls in the car with them. One's a little sluttier, but she's confident in her sluttiness. She's like, yeah, boys make up stuff. And yeah, I do stuff. It's a little bit of both. But and also, her friend, I think it's kind of shitty how her friend's like, hey, you fuck a lot of dudes, <laughs> right? And she's like, no, not really. Like, can you? I'm a human being, kind I of. Mean. Like, like, I do, kind of, but maybe that's not. The only thing that we should talk about? Well, that's like, what they're talking about. They're brushing hair. It's what I girls know. talk about when they hang out. It's just, oh, they just happens? talk about sex. That's exactly. Oh, okay. That's According to a, a male sure. horror movie brain. Lots of pillow um, fights as well. Constant. In Con- we can't stop. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. But so, so everything I thought two girls. at 11 years old is correct. I had no it idea. It is. See? Accurate. <laughs> In the way back, they're in a station wagon. In the mm-hmm. way back of the station wagon is... Oh, God. Chris. So we've got two couples established in the front of the car. So yes. what we're doing with these other two, this must be why now I'm putting it together. This is why we run into the twins. In the back of the station wagon is Crispin Glover. And his very, this friend of his is so annoying. This guy's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst. And even he's telling, he's making fun of Crispin's got some girl that he's hung up on or his character has a girl he's hung up on and they're talking about it. And, and his friend keeps telling him what a dead lay he is and that he's not good at sex. And this is their whole. Okay. We made fun of the one girl who might be a bit easy, but he even says he's like, Crispin, you were dating BJ Betty, which not oh, yeah. a great, not a great nickname to have in, I, I assume, like- high school or college. I'm not sure. Crispin says, don't call her that. She doesn't like that nickname. Let's not call her that. <laughs> it's like, I called her that on the first date. She was yeah, not but a big fan. It's not something we want to pass around. But anyway, this is this is this group. It's the dynamic of the group. Is these two yeah. just going at it? Honestly, they yeah. they appear to be friends, but not really like each other. Like yeah. It's one of those weird dynamics. And then you're right. There's two couples. Also, mm-hmm. this annoying guy who wears like a jean jacket or 
whatever this guy's personality is, I'm not sure. They call him Teddy. He has a teddy bear oh, with yeah, him. Yeah, he does have a teddy bear. That's part of his thing, yeah. It's mm-hmm. part of his charm. He is so unappealing. He can't even get one of these two twins to go. Like, everyone's yeah. paired up, and the one twin's like... I am going to try and I'm going to go try and get with one of these dudes who is in a committed relationship with a girl who's standing right there rather than deal with your antics. Well, and then he makes a poor choice, this guy, which we'll get into that. Uh, he is does it to dance bring with her. Out the pornography? Oh, oh. Well, I no, mean, he's guy, making poor choices all the time. All the all the way along. All yeah. the way along. So is she, to be fair, who walks into the lake naked in the dark. Like, is that how you deal with your potential boyfriend cheating? It's like, well, I'll just go swimming naked in the Could dark you imagine? in this creepy lake. It seems disgusting. Bad and choices. also she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's like a raft out there, I guess. I'll just swim out there and I'll lay to. naked. I'll lay there because I know my boyfriend's going to come for He's me. Even come. though he just, he literally ditched me in a house for a girl He's we just met. Drunkenly dancing to slow music with... Some twin, again, you j- y'all just met. And love, that they, love that these are adults that dress the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, and they do have a change of clothes. So we meet them. So the, the group arrives to their house. Right. Uh, no, they're um, not there yet. Sorry, we have to see oh, that no. hippie that we talked about before. Oh, the candy and love hitchhiker. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it's, yeah. Such a, it's such a small scene. But I guess it's to give us the idea that Jason is moving in their direction, I guess. Yeah, he's he's headed toward the woods, headed back. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's gotten his way out of the hospital by murdering. We don't see it. We don't see it, but it's fine. It's okay. Yeah, we don't see him escaping. He's made his way from a hospital to the woods. Yeah, and uh, yeah, his first kill, or his first, uh, because his first kill, I guess, was the doctor, the creepy doctor and the nurse. But his first kill outside the hospital is this hitchhiker girl. And then there's another hitchhiker. Oh, wait, no, not yet. No, yeah. no, no. Okay. The, the, the guy, the wilderness guy, the, the Avenged oh, no, no. Sister's yeah, that's, death. He doesn't that's come in That's in just a little bit. But we talked about how they get to this cabin, house, whatever it is. They love it. They're, they're just walking around, you know, sort of staking their claims to bedrooms and stuff like that. Like you said, one girl loves sex. The other one, not so much. She's, she's kind of new to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And this is also where there's so many times in this movie where Crispin Glover is talking to Jean Jack. And he's like, I really wish you wouldn't call me a dead fuck, man. It like super hurts my feelings. <laughs> Like that's yeah. all your. That's, I understand that you're trying to work this into a new nickname for me, but I but don't appreciate it. it. Yeah. And he's so sincere about it, which I just find endearing. Like I shouldn't like this character. That's the thing. Most slashers, it's just a bunch of meat bags that run around that you know meat are going to get killed. Yeah. And I have to say, this is the first movie where, and it might only be Crispin Glover. They're at least giving these characters some sort of personality, and mm. you kind of like them. Mm-hmm. They do more of it after this, but before mm-hmm. this, they're, these, these are just dead-eyed teens. Like, there's yeah. nothing in those first few movies to make you connect to them, but they're at least trying. At least we're here, connecting so. now. Yeah. Yeah. And, they're, and, and I have to say, good choice in connecting to Crispin Glover, a little oddball kind of sure. character, giving mm-hmm. us a little, all right, we're going to feel for him. And... um I guess a little bit because now we we do see the the family who is also on the land interacting with these new these kids that have come on the land and you could see the mom's a little unsure because I 
they don't she's look like, rowdy like recluses. To, yeah, Next exactly. Door? She's like, I'm, I'm a little concerned. I've got a teenage daughter that I've kept running with me in the mornings. We clearly have a tight relationship. And I've got a son who, he's got a, he tucks away and um, he likes to make puppets, horror puppets, right? Yeah, and, he's and, making and, like and monster masks. Monster masks, yeah. Stuff like mm-hmm. that, yeah. But this mom's doing the math and she's like, wait a minute, four dudes two ladies and i have a daughter that is the same age as these people yeah, like. yeah. and she's a she's a cutie pie my daughter's mm-hmm. a bit of a cutie pie she gets a sense that her son is also a bit of a well i won't say he's a pervert but he's a developing young boy he's not a pervert because this is just in his line of sight like i'm not gonna blame true Philbin for true. this at all <laughs> true and they didn't, yeah. So, but he, so, so yeah, they're close enough. We were talking about the, oh the God, layout of the right. houses, but they're close enough where he right. can look out his window and see them having sex. And also, I'm not sure. Like, this is kind of a cute moment where the mom comes up, to and I'm not even in. sure if she's like, all right, he's totally peeping on these people. Or she's and just I trying to stop it, it before it right. happens. She yeah. either thinks he's asleep or thinks he's pretending to sleep. She closes the blinds or the drapes, but it's even like shakes her head, like, Boys will be boys, whatever. Yeah. And then just like leaves the room and he's all yeah. jazzed up about it. And the next day they decide to take, these teens decide to take a walk through the woods where they just meet cute biking twins. Mm-hmm. With their off the shoulder outfits mm-hmm. and just going for a bike ride in the woods and had nothing else to do that day but join these guys for a little skinny dipping session in the lake. Yeah. It's super fun, and the only one who doesn't do it is the virgin, who's like, yeah. I'm just going to go back to the car, which gives us a bunch of dumb jump scares that don't come to anything. They do nothing. They do nothing. Yeah, she yeah. says she's going to go back to the car, but then we see her later on the dock, laid out with a picnic blanket, having an apple, enjoying just right. the time. She's like, I'm yeah. going to enjoy my clothed time. Yes. You, got, you can all have fun skinny dipping in this lake. And they're really, they're really trying to get her to sort of cut loose and enjoy herself. Well, her like, friend no, is. Funny. Her slutty friend is swimming right. around her naked and slutty and saying, or nymphy, I should say, and right. is like, come on in and get naked and let's swim. And finally, she hides under the water, which is another little jump scare. Like, where is she? Is she did she die? Is Jason got her? Whatever. And then she tackles her friend and they're all in the water and everyone's splishing and splashing and boobies are wet and buddy yeah. booties are out and then Corey and his sister come up <laughs> and they're invited to skinny dip and Corey for a second is like i mean i guess Corey's like listen hey i'm i'm down for this here i come here i come i mean this will be fun and his sister's like no 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 no. we're turning it wrap it up we're turning it around we're going for a drive we'll find another lake we'll do something else this is not our jam but also his sister is Kind of, you can see it sort of where she's like, God damn it. Could be fun. If my was not yeah. here, yeah. I would be all in on this. Like, yeah. I, I don't know where she goes to high school. We have not seen any hint of friends. I guess Mm-mm. it's summertime, but she's like, I got no one around my age to interact with. Right. Like, you I can go. really use this. Yeah. Yeah, she could, but she doesn't. She tells her, no. she says some line like, I have too many clothes on. I can't, yeah. you know, I'm too overdressed. And but it's off a good they thing go. they yeah it's a good thing they do leave when they do though yeah because they break down and just like a hunky camper well, 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 before guy? the hunky oh, camera ahead, guy comes we yeah. do get to know so the car breaks down 
And this Corey Feldman is a whiz kid because she looks at him and is like, all right, you're going to, he picks it, he opens up the hood and he is ready to fix it. All he needs is a screwdriver and he's good to go. He is, since maybe the dad left, I don't know, but he's become like the family. Even later on when the lights are out in the house, the sister's like, you've got to fix the lights. Like he's the handyman. He's going to fix the car. Which I was, Which I was go like, find the breaker box and like just hit the thing because it's well, so that's easy. What he's, whatever, right. he's a kid and he's on it like this. He's a kid and he's just like popping the hood up and checking it out. And then, like you said, from the woods, like like a super handyman coming right in with his backpack. And does he have a banana in one hand too? No, I don't think <laughs> I don't he has think a banana, but he has a screwdriver like in his boot because yeah. he just reaches down. He's like, oh yeah, I have a screwdriver just stuffed in my sock. It's ready. I'm on the ready to, for these kind of repairs. And he repairs their car, to which they humbly give him a, a ride. But now they've picked up a hitchhiker, essentially, on the road. They bring him back to their home, their their home in the middle of nowhere home, after, mind you, a killer's been on the loose, right? Yeah. The mom's and gone the- for most of this movie. The mom's always running. Late in this movie, after we presume she's been killed, Corey Feldman's like, maybe, maybe she's still run. out running. It's pouring and That's it's what the daughter's 3 like, this kind of weather. Um, no, the mom does pop in because she meets oh, she him. Do- okay. Briefly, or she is there, and she's like, "Who is this guy that you?" Because Corey's so excited to see to show this guy his his collection of masks and and monsters and things that he's made in his room. Um, so he leads and you him upstairs. Think this and guy's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, whatever, kid. I'm trying to get with no, your he's sister." Into it. But really, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, kid. Uh, I'm actually trying to hunt down a murdering monster." Yeah, there's an actual monster out yeah. there. Well, while they're doing this, the teens like they bring those sexy twins back to their place and oh, yeah. this is where all the dancing takes place <laughs> so yeah i i mean listen we could talk about the dancing all day long but i feel like we talked about the dancing already we did talk about the dancing but the weird thing about this is something we also kind of commented on which is the dynamic of this group and sort of the pairings that happen at this point because the virgin and the guy in the shower, they're together. There's no there's no question about that. Mm-hmm. And they're not even really involved in what's happening here. Mm-mm. But the, the slutty yeah, not at a girl. Dance party. Yeah. But the slutty girl and her boyfriend, this guy really makes a play for one of these twins who's mm-hmm. totally sick of Jean Jacket, Teddy Bear guy, whoever that is. He comes who, on a little creepy and a little strong. I feel like he's the nephew of the coroner. Like He's no, just it's like, the same character. Yeah. yeah. It's the same character. And also at one point, like, he and Crispin Glover are like, well, which twin do you want? Da-da-da. Oh, she's the cuter yeah. one. Of course you always get the When they pick up the twins, one. you think it's to for those two to have some kind of connected, you know, to have a pairing, if you will. Uh, and, then, uh, and then, yeah, we have this little, like, spark of spice that has to happen where now we have a a girlfriend who's um hurt and being literally cheated on right in front of her face yeah and she so so she goes out the his girlfriend goes out into the to the woods or to the lake right no friend to go console her because now the virgin is they do she does start to slow dance with the cutie boy right and she's kind of like mind off of my friend now because i could potentially 
you know, have something going with this cutie pie here. Right. And the two twins, of course, are not going to go console her. So off she goes to take a walk and get naked and swim in, again, we'll say the dark, creepy lake. There's there's no light. It's not like, you know, you want to go out in the there's pool. There's a little fog drifting right. in exactly. and out. Yeah. yeah. There's Super a pool. Creeps. There's a hot tub. I totally get it. I don't know. I did 100%, write this down. 100%. Because the thing that drives the one twin into the arms of the guy who's in a committed relationship is this jean jacket guy practically licks her face. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, an, it's an aggressive move at this yeah. point. Well, and it's while that she's gone that he uncovers the film, right? The the pornos right. and puts those on and has a teddy bear that he sits with. And they're all... And, he gets a real kick out of it. He laughs so much. He's having the time of his life. I understand he's smoking a joint. Maybe that has something to do with it. But it's a little too intensely giggly, bro. Bro. Yeah. Like, come Take on. You're down. watching vintage porn yeah. with your friends and then eventually alone and seems to be even more animated when everyone else leaves. He's alone. So it's not yeah. even like th- this is a performance. This is just... Who he is. How he's enjoying it, right? I'll take Crispin's dance moves over this any day. But, but Crispin goes upstairs with a girl. Like, one of the twins is like, those dance moves, somehow it's doing it for me. Let's go upstairs, dude. Crispin at some point, I think it was when they're on their hike right before before they meet the twins, he has a line where he says, man, I just need to get laid. I assume that's something that teenage boys say all the time. I don't know. You know what? Just like teenage girls are always having pillow fights in nineties. That's what teenage boys are talking about constantly. Just just walking in the forest and like, I just need it. There's something kind of sweet about the two of them after they have sex, and he's Mm, really like, she's laying on him. He's like, Uh was that that okay? But then it becomes weird that he has to go downstairs and kind of like brag to his weird friend about. Well, that's the thing. Even with this connection he has with this girl, yeah. He, it's like he wants to prove himself, not even to himself, not even to his ex-girlfriend or the girl he no. mentioned he was seeing, to his creepy <laughs> friend to his who's been friend making fun of him. Who's watching pornography alone in a house full of people who... who is shit-faced at this point now, right? It's just like, can you stop making fun of me and the fact that maybe I'm a terrible lay? And then he's like, I have this now in evidence. I actually got this girl to sign a paper. Like, I wrote this up and she put her signature on there. She's pretty certain I was really good. Really good in bed, yeah. It's very strange, but this is all happening and also, this is when the hitchhiker kind of packs up and is like, hey family, I gotta go. I got things to do. I got a tent to set up. I'll check you all later. Yes, yes. Does is this when he explains to them though what he's doing there? Or no, that's later. No, that's when later when, when she, she stumbles up. upon right. his evidence he's, of past Jason mm-hmm, crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes almost to yeah. Yeah. Oh, she up. also says like when he leaves, she goes, "Oh, if there's any issue, just to let you know." We never oh. lock our doors. <laughs> I, I made note of that. I'm like, look, that's not creepy enough. You really don't know this guy. And now right. you're like, yeah, my brother's always home or my mom's yep. always home. And even if nobody's home, the door's never locked. So come yeah. on in. Also, like, I don't know. You can walk. You can take a walk with this guy in the woods. You're coming off really desperate right now. Like, yeah. Just kind of be like, oh, I'll walk you take to your it new down. campsite. That's fine. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Maybe we could uh, make out in the woods afterwards. It's, it, it's whatever. Fine. Yeah, I've been alone here with my brother and my mom and our dog Axel for a really long time. Uh, yes, but you were talking about the 
dark haired, uh, promiscuous girl. Let's, let's yes, refer to her as. and her kill uh, she now. She decides is... to go swimming. Yes, because it's been a while. We haven't seen anyone killed in a while in this movie. No, we've been setting up some dance moves, up. and yeah. So here she goes. We know it's going to happen, right? You don't go oh, swimming yeah. in a lake in a horror movie naked and not get killed. But it's interesting. She gets herself on the float twice during her walk out into the water. And when she sits on the float, she thinks that somehow just by being here, she's like, he's going to come. He's going to come out here and my boyfriend and he's going to find me and it all will be good. To her credit, he does. To her well, credit, he does finally rebuff the advances of this one twin. Yeah, he and says, is I like, can't do it. All right. You know what? Maybe I am an asshole. Either way, yeah. Right. I'll make out with somebody tonight. Now she is, right. she'll just, yes. But it's a little too late because while he's getting seduced inside, his lady is laying naked on a raft, and all of a sudden she gets just stabbed right through the raft, right under the water. It comes up, and you just see it. I do like her face when she dies. It's a great, eh, like, yes. Yes. <laughs> do you notice that? Like, her whole head... Every time I see something like that, I don't know if you remember House on Sorority Row, but when that girl got stabbed and her eyes crossed and her tongue stuck out, that's still the best death in any movie I've ever seen. She does. She doesn't cross eyes, but to tongue definitely. No, right. I'm like, why isn't everyone doing this? Yeah, she definitely is like, okay, I'm dying. I got it. Yeah. Interestingly enough, even though it's a sharp weapon through a mm-hmm. raft, through a human body, the raft stays afloat. Well, the outside of it is still inflated. I'm okay. assuming that's fine. All right, right? that's why. Okay, because she's floating in the raft. Oh, no, no, she's fine. There's no water in her. there afterwards or mm-hmm. anything like that, mm-hmm. but yes. No, she's floating and murdered. Oh, his name town. is Paul. I wrote it down, maybe because that's my name. Polly. Uh, yeah, I think they call him yeah, Polly. Yeah, Paul's the, Paul's the guy who decides, he decides to finally head out mm-hmm. after his, his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he's like, listen, I can clearly see that her clothes are strewn all over the place before she went in the lake. I will do the same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He is like, oh, I don't his know where death. a harpoon gun. He gets gun stabbed came. in the penis. Where did a harpoon penis. gun came from? Did Jason bring that with him? Why was it at the hospital? But he hasn't. He left, maybe he left a trail of weapons for himself in this forest, knowing he would come back and kill, kill, die, die, kill, kill some more. Isn't that, we should make mention, because isn't that the thing that you hear when Jason's coming? Yeah. Yeah, I don't, Yeah, I don't, I think it's, I forget if this is an urban legend, but in the original, because the mother is the killer, Mm -hmm. at one point she's talking like she's talking as Jason and to herself. Mm-hmm. And she says, like, kill the mummy, kill them. And I, I think it's supposed to be kill and mom are the kill. two words that, like, anyway. Okay. But that could be an urban legend. Like, I don't know if that's really real, but that's cool. what I heard. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Well, that's, that's, we hear that low, yeah. whatever it is. Anytime Jason's around and he's going to kill. A lot in this movie we hear. Yeah. <laughs> So now we have this lover. This this was one of the more, because like the, her death was just the knife up or yep. the whatever weapon up and through her. But his death, he's 
standing up and above, right? How is I don't he... know what I don't know how this is working because he finds her dead in the raft and freaks mm-hmm. out and like swims back to shore. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if he's like getting up on the dock and Jason's under it and shoots him straight up <sighs> through the crotch or stabs right in the him crotch. Right with in this, the but yeah. yeah. Although we do, for some reason, we didn't hear her scream. I guess, but he screams. Only alerting the hunky hunter who has now mm-hmm. set up camp as mm-hmm. to the fact that something's going on. Mm-hmm. The hunky hunter. I like all these names. <laughs> um, yeah, he's he's aware now something's going on. Tears up his map. Does he tear up his map? His what map is, is all like the hunter goes back to his campsite and finds that his stuff has been messed with. Like he's got a gun and the oh, gun's all busted right. up. And some maps and that's stuff have been is. ripped up. So Jason mm-hmm. found his lair. Maybe I that's guess. where he got the yeah, yeah. That's where he this got. This guy's like, I'll bring a harpoon gun. Yeah, I'll bring a shotgun. Whatever this I need. Monster. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. And that's where Jason got that. Okay. Great. Right. Um, okay. Crispin gets his heat or his neat action. All right. I mean, you could, you could call it meat action. I put, that's, that's neat. Okay. I put neat. Does he say that was neat or something? Because I put uh, it in quotes. I, I didn't take note of it. That doesn't mean that he didn't say it was neat or keen. I don't. I don't know why I put it in, but it was neat. Um, I, listen, it it was neat, and it was also sweet. I I can't stop it was saying neat and like. Sweet. I really feel like if they were not murdered. Crispin Glover and this twin have a real future ahead of them. I'm yeah, he was going to call her the next day. They were going to have a nice thing happening. Yeah, taking bike How rides about, together. You know what? Anyway, I was going to bring up something that happens five minutes from now, but we'll wait till we get there because I found it there. very funny. Yes. So Crispin is is with one of the twins, and the other twin, who I think is the one that was rejected. By the boyfriend who decided to stay committed. How old is this pornography? Oh, it's real to real? I I think I'm going to go home right now. I think it's time for us to go. Now, mind you, the storm has started and it's late at night. And these girls came on bikes. She has a um, poncho. They both have ponchos. Like They both were so prepared for rain later that day. They were like, let's pack our clear ponchos with us. We'll be ready for any kind of weather on this bike ride. She knocks on the door to get her sister to come out. And her sister's kind of like, you can go without me. Me. And uh, off she goes. And we all know, again, in these horror movies, you're not a girl that goes anywhere alone without getting killed. So when she leaves the front door... Or, yeah, out the door. Because, again, who's hanging out with the jabroni that's watching the the vintage porn hugging this a teddy bear? This poor girl is like, this is my last option. This is and I'm so not having sad. It. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not having it. So she goes out, and, again, we get a – she thinks she hears something as she's unlocking the bike. And then her murder, too, is just like – isn't she just stabbed against the um, – Against the front door, essentially? Yeah, she's just... It's very anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. She's just kind of stabbed and thrown, like, against the side of the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One of the few... T- one of the few times... Many times we see a dummy thrown around in this movie. We just <laughs> see her, like, hit the side of the house. But it's not loud enough to really bother No one's even inside. aware that yeah. she's... I love that, too. This careless group of friends that when each of them die, it's not like... Like, we have that in other sessions where it's like, Hey, where's Billy? Hey, has anyone seen Sally? That one girl went 
for a walk forever ago, and no one's asked where she is. No. What? And now the, I guess they just assumed her boyfriend met up with her, and they're having sex in the lake. So who's asking all, about either of right, them? Exactly. Yeah, they're all kind of into their own things. Oh, mm-hmm. Jamie, this new generation, they're so selfish. Um, <laughs> so Because the virgin, she even said to the, the cute guy, she's like, hey, I'm going to go to bed. To which he is like, oh, are you really tired? She's no, like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed. So they also went upstairs. They're sitting there also watching this Vincent pornography for just a little bit. Yeah. But then yeah. they go upstairs to leave this guy alone downstairs. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no, everybody's really focused in on what they're doing because what they're all doing is sex. <laughs> Which is all you do on a weekend away with friends, right? That's all it is. Yeah. It's a big enough house. You don't need to hear anything. Oh, <laughs> And you use the shower, you do what you're going to oh, do. Oh, my God. This is when we cut to the mom for her Back last scene. Back at the scene. house. Yeah. This mom. So in the house, first of all, it takes forever for somebody to try a light switch because she's wandering around in the dark calling for her kids. I'm like, why just turn the lights on? She goes outside. Her performance here is bizarre. She's so tentatively walking around in mm-hmm. pouring rain it is coming down in buckets and she's like tiptoeing around the house and uh-huh. it just it doesn't make any sense Mm-mm. in a movie unless you know there's a murderer on the loose mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which she has no idea and again where where does she think her kids are where where, where? and where are they too because we mm-hmm. cut to them driving in the pouring rain i have no idea where they were mm-hmm. where they're mm-hmm. coming from none of it we just saw them let a hitchhiker out of their house yeah where did yeah. they go where are they? Then uh, now it's pouring rain. They're in a storm. What what's going on with your kids? And the dog's gone. Right, and their mom just came back from her night run, her third night run of the evening. She just runs it all out. Well, as she's tiptoeing out, like you said, around and outside the house, investigating, looking for her children, trying to find yeah. out how to turn the power back on in a storm. Not lighting one single candle, mind you, which no, that would have been. just wandering the outside of the yeah, house, like the holding on to wires and being like, maybe this will lead me to something. She, I think we did say, I think there is a moment where she like sees something and goes, ah. Right. But there's no, we don't see any kind of, we don't even hear like a scream or, or squish. We, she's just gone from the movie. And so we assume, gone. I thought maybe she was somehow saved because like I said, I had this side story going on where she was the aunt of Jason and Jason, I don't know. She was trying to care for him in some kind of way, but it didn't happen. Jamie, I have to say that would be, actually, that would be amazing. Because she's like, the sister of the mom that was vengeful. You and don't, now... you don't even need to do that in this movie. Like, you could do it in the next movie. Mm-hmm, like, just mm-hmm. have her at the hospital at the end. Mm-hmm. And then at the beginning of the next movie, just have her, like, in a, I'm going to say, at the funeral. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, making eyes at some of the, yeah. That would be so great, but they don't Because you, you, we talk about a mother's love so much yeah. and how it's so empowering, but you don't talk about an auntie's love and how empowering that is. As an auntie, I would totally murder for my nieces and nephews. Also, give her a reason to, <laughs> and like I said, Jamie, I looked into the cast. This woman was in um, some movies, not a ton, some TV. This mother character? Yes, or, in yeah, the 60s yeah. and 70s. This was her last role. Uh, so she was really like... Give her a reason to stay in the business. Yeah, Be like, yeah. listen... Let's bring you back in the next one. I'm yeah. all for it. And your character's practically titular. Right. right. You are the Friday the 13th. 
we'll bring you back as, as a maybe day of we the see week. your license and that's your birthday or something. I don't know. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, so she's right. gone. Like, yeah. like you said, and I can't understate this. She is out of the movie without us seeing her be killed. We just saw three people in a row get killed, and this woman's like, "I'm not having it." Whatever. Yeah, I'm not. Zoom not the camera up to down. my face. I will look slightly concerned, and mm-hmm. I'm going home. And then I'm done. Cut my cut my scene. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, but the, now the kids do return shortly after her. And they are just as concerned that she's right. not there. She was just concerned, where are they? And now she's disappeared, and now they're looking for her, and the lights are out in the cabin. Seems like something they did not expect. No backup generator available in this secluded cabin right. for rainy storms like this. Um, and they're on the lookout, and sh- the older sister decides that that uh, Corey has to stay at the house and maybe get the power going in case she comes back. This older sister is not a good caregiver to Corey. No offense to her, <laughs> she but very this much is... feels like he's independent. And yeah, right at this point, I understand you do not know that someone is killing people. You do not know there's a murderer on the loose, but you leave him alone in the dark in a house yeah. that has no power. Later in this movie, when she and the camper are like, people are being murdered. You stay here. We got to go. Yeah. <laughs> it is so bizarre. Don't I'm worry. Like, I told that suspicious dis- guy that we never locked the house, so you should be fine. <laughs> yes. I'm sure Jason didn't overhear that. Also, all of our walls are glass. <laughs> I know it looks like a log cabin, but it's basically just windows. Thanks for mom's keen design there. Keen window design. I do um, like to think that she designed the house. I mean, she was I'd like to talking think to builders and is like three giant windows in a row. Sounds I want to great. see that nature around me. I want to be like it's in the living room with me. I, I mean, it's cute. It's cute. I'm a it big works. fan of squirrels. That's what I want. To I pay like to watch to them. I want to watch them. So she leaves him to go check on the camper, mm-hmm. finding his tent empty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is when she finds the newspaper articles and he like shows up like, listen, here's the deal. Jason murdered my sister. Well, he shows up first with a big old machete. He's got a big old machete. Yeah, and he's going to like <laughs> slash the tent. And it's funny because she's looking, she's found these articles and stuff about Jason. or she's, she's found his little stash of stuff. And you can see the shadow on the tent behind her of like a man, like cartoony almost, of a man creeping. And <laughs> yes. she's totally oblivious because she's like, these are the most interesting articles it I've is ever like read in the rain. It is like a Jason yeah. cardboard standy. And we're like, well, we'll just put this here and just move it around <laughs> a little bit and it'll be revealed to be this dude and then yeah it's him and she's like what are you trying to do kill me and then like you said he explains his um how he's here to avenge the death of his sister and she keeps insisting jason's dead they found his body and he's like nope have did you watch the whole news report like the the there's two people now killed at the hospital coincidence i think not Jason is. Did you turn off the news report after they said the name of the hospital as most people did? Because there was more to it than that. Oh, in the meantime. Okay. So maybe mom was killed. We didn't see it. But the next kill we do see is you had mentioned how Crispin Glover goes down to brag to his friend. He brings a pair of panties down to brag with because and his friends kind of too kind of stoned and out of it into his vintage porn to really be that like. Right? Doesn't he have kind of a minimal reaction? I have to say, I did not like this character. I do not like this character. But his reaction of like, hey, 
you know what? Good for you, man. Like, you know what? I'm actually ha- all that stuff, joking about your name. Like, that was all in good fun. Good for you. Like, he turns a weird corner here, and I don't know if that's the writers being like, maybe we should make him somewhat redeem himself well, before he dies. Well, maybe because he realizes, like, well, I'm the only one not getting laid here. Maybe yeah. I'm... You know. I'm the only one watching pornography of women who now are probably in their mid nineties. Oh, I know. Think about that. Don't think about that. I mean, think about that if it's something you're into. Late in this movie, right before he's killed, he's interacting with the film strip. He's oh, talking yeah, that's to. Right. He's, he's standing talk- there being well, like. Well, I think oh, we're yeah, supposed baby, to think at this point like. he's two shits to the wind, right? Is that the saying? Two shits to the wind. Oh, uh, I think sheets it's two to sheets, the- but shits <laughs> is actually better. And it's three, I think. <laughs> I hope that I. I hope. Because first of all, I don't know what sheets means. Why is it sheets? Sheets should be sheets. I hope listeners, please adopt this. Please just sprinkle it into your daily lives. If that means you have to drink during the day just to tell people <laughs> that you're three shits to the wind, do it. Oh, I love oh, it. Man. <laughs> so, oh, man. So, Sometimes yeah. little gems like that pop yep. out when I get so excited about these movies. <laughs> Make up my own phrases. But mm-hmm. that is a good one. All right. It's a keeper. So, uh, yeah, this guy... Um, so before he goes and talks to his movie, Crispin comes down, does a little bragging, a light bragging, right. and then goes off to the kitchen, I think, to get him and his lady some wine or some bubbly, right? Because she is so into it. She's like, she's like, this was really me, good. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Not mm-hmm. the bathroom that a guy might be more the shower <laughs> in, but I'm going to go to the bathroom, and then when I come back, we'll pick we'll it back up again. get down to it again. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, hey, man, I got to replenish my fluids, I guess. Uh, wine I'm going to go. That no, he's you. like, I'm going to go brag to my friend, and then yeah. I'll add a little more mm-hmm. romance. I'll bring up some wine. Yeah. Who's in the kitchen waiting for him? <laughs> God. When, when he says the words, oh, I wrote it down. Fancy corkscrew. When he's like, where is that fancy corkscrew? I'm like, what are you talking about? I see what gets stabbed through your hand. It looks like a everyday. Well, for a teenage boy, it's a fancy corkscrew, right? They don't use that. They're opening up cans with their teeth and stuff. So he gets the fancy corkscrew. Like you said, through the hand. Ouch. Right into like a cutting board. Mm. And then he gets a meat cleaver in the face. Right in the face. It's great. It's really like our first good kill is Crispin Glover, which is just a chef's kiss on his character. (laughs) (laughs) Would I wanted him to live to the end to fight like a showdown between Crispin Glover and Jason Voorhees? Yes, but this is fine. That's not what you're going to get, though. That's not the storyline we're getting here. He's going to die, and then we'll see him later hung over the back uh, door. With his body over a piece of glass, which is always, ow, another. So this Um, is the first mm -hmm. time in this movie that we get something that I enjoy. From now on, we get this in this movie, which is Jason constantly moving from interior to exterior. Mm -hmm. Constantly. Like, it's all because he kills him in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. And then, spoiler, when the twin that he was just with. Jason has somehow gone back outside, climbed up the side oh, of the that's house right. to pull her through the window. He's nimble. He's nimble for a big clunky guy. Yeah. Yeah. He could have taken care of the guy watching pornography right now. No, he comes decided, back to him. 
I'll no. wait on this. And he's almost doing like a boy, girl, boy, girl. He's switching it up. Yeah. <laughs> Inside, outside. Yeah. So he goes, how does she die? I don't even. She I- died. <laughs> this is something that I didn't understand what the direction was with this for her. She walks back in the bedroom after using the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She doesn't see Chris McGlover, walks over to the window, looks out the window, doesn't see him, looks back to the open door, doesn't see him, looks out the window, doesn't see him, <laughs> looks back to the open This happens at least five times. Before she is just... pulled through the window. And the puzzling look on her face, like, wherever could Crispin Glover have gone? <laughs> Did he go out the window or through the open door? It's kind of funny, but... She gets thrown out this window onto the car. Oh, that's right. Her body slams onto the car. Yeah. Yeah. And then we know she's not making it. That's quite the impact. Mm-hmm. Um, then we have the lovers in the shower. We have the virgin and, and the good looking guy that are in the shower together. Having yeah. a nice little time, I guess, for steamy. Dude, in that, there's, uh, there's like the most chaste sex scene in this movie, which is them behind... Steam oh, glass, glass yeah. I guess, having sex. But she even, like, puts on a towel before she walks out yeah. afterwards. And she blow dries her hair. She doesn't know he's getting killed because she leaves to right. go blow dry her hair. I think they, too, are going to continue their shenanigans, but now mm-hmm. in bed. And she doesn't want to do it with wet hair. I can't blame her. Um, and he's and just so belting out tangerine He's in the just shower. feeling he, good, yeah. He's having so much... He's mm-hmm. having the time of his life, which mm-hmm. makes me feel really bad for this guy's death because he's having so much fun. Even when Jason comes in and turns off the light, he's like, hey, you back for more? That's great. Yeah. Come on in, we can sing a duet. Mm-hmm. Then he thinks it's he his He offers friend. up a little song time. And he then when she doesn't answer... And he's like, it's like, oh, I dropped yeah. the soap. Why don't you come in Yeah, he in makes here? a jokey, yeah. Like, oh, ha-ha, friend is here, da 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 and that's it's neither the girl or the mm-hmm. friend. It is his last few breaths we're gonna have because he is now killed. Um, he gets his face like mushed face, against the yeah. wall, like yeah. it's a it's just oh, like he a gets like squish. he just squishes, yeah, into yeah. his eye sockets and everything. Yeah, it's kind of an aggressive way of yeah. Going, there's not but. there's not crazy effects in this movie. Like Mm-mm. the third one, Jamie is in three D, and oh. the three D effects of it are bananas and mm-hmm. kind of stupid for the most part at one point jason squeezes a guy's head so much his eye pops out <laughs> and, and boings looks, out yeah like you. boings out it looks so fakey like large marge style it looks worse than large <laughs> oh my but in this he squishes his head uh. against the wall and his eye does kind of get really yeah. big but it looks real. Like it looks, yeah, looks kind of like, super gross. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. But this poor girl, after drying her hair, does decide to wander back in the bathroom. And that's when she sees him dead. And that's she, when she knows her time is limited. Right. Because there's she a killer out here. Freaks out and runs. Oh, we missed the guy watching the pornography when he gets stabbed through the um Oh, through did the he screen. get stabbed? Yeah. Like the pull-down screen. The only reason I know this is because after she finds him dead, she oh, runs yeah, downstairs. The, and she sees all of that. Yeah, we get a little. Right. And that's when, like you said, if we're going to see the mom died, maybe that body comes up somewhere around here. Because she sees Crispin's body. She sees the annoying jean jacket guy's body. She's already seen her lover's body. Yeah. And then she is like 
hatcheted or axed it's like through an axe, the door. I think. Again, yeah. he went outside. He mm-hmm. killed that guy in the shower. She was right next door. He went back outside so that he could kill her in through the front door out. when she tried to go out. Yeah. Now all of the visitors They're have all been dead. killed. All of all this the house twins. of fun. Yes. Yeah. The house of fun is mm-hmm. no more. Mm-mm. It's all gone. And now we've got left uh, Corey. Who gets the lights back on at his house. He does. Because he's left alone now. Because the two of them are like, hey, the phone doesn't work. The camper and the sister. Let's Mm -hmm. go check on the next door teens. And this is when they also wander through the house and just find dead people Mm -hmm. everywhere. Mm -hmm. And this is when he tells her, like, see, he is back. Because she, oh, no, it's in the tent, I think, that he convinces her that he's back. But she still doesn't seem fully convinced till he's like, do you see (laughs) all these bodies? (laughs) And I now, told you, told you yeah. so. Yeah, exactly. Exhibit A. Yeah. And the while they're bodies. gone creeping around this house, Corey Feldman finds like all the creepy newspaper clippings. Yes. And does a quick study. Most importantly, he finds an artist rendering of yes. what Jason looked like as a child. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he puts this into his head and knows he's going to use it as like psychological warfare on Jason <laughs> yes, later. It really is. <laughs> but these two klutzes are wandering around this house get in the basement and they're like getting stuck in the stairs well, like why they decide the they're like yeah the killer was clearly here there's bodies all yeah. the killer no one is dead downstairs so there's no reason to go downstairs other than it's the creepiest place in the house yeah. to go don't go in the basement camper dude let's not let's just go back and let's get the, into the car with the oh but i forgot camper dude wants to kill jason so we are going to look for jason we are going to seek out the creepiest place in the house so does he even have a weapon like, is he the one with the machete and Jason just, like, takes it from him? And he's uh, like, now he he's have? using the machete to kill me. What does he have? Let's see. I don't know that he even has a weapon. I don't I think no he does. Idea. His Like, his weapon is his warning. Run, his... he's here. <laughs> Run, he's killing me. Run, he's killing me. And her reaction to this is great. Because at first she doesn't run. She stands on the steps and screams. Then she runs upstairs and then goes... Maybe I should go check and make sure this actually was happening. Yeah. She goes back down and <laughs> sees him dead. And this is where she's almost grabbed through the steps, but just yeah. like chops up Jason's hand. It's like we said, she, we said earlier, she's the most um, vigilant fighter um, of them all. And yeah, she cuts off but his even hand when and she's trying running. to get out. It's like, she's wandering through a house of horrors because yeah. every doorway is blocked by a dead person. By a body. Yeah. Or as you typical, the doors are locked and, but she finally gets back to her home. Yes. Um, and is her and her brother are trying to, um, uh, board up, up the this win- window board up house. All this, 27 this windows home. with a yeah. single two by four. They live inside a greenhouse and they're trying to save themselves right now from <laughs> That's Jesus. exactly what happens. <laughs> but um Do you remember yeah, that he, scene in Hand That Rock the Rocks the Cradle when Julianne Moore goes out in the greenhouse? Oh yeah. And it's smashed and all the glass falls on her and she's dead. Yeah. What a great movie. It was a great movie. All right, back to it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. No, that's okay. all right. And Jason. I love how Jason's like, oh, look at all this glass. Look at all these windows. I wonder what could break this so easily. He throws the camper through yeah. two windows. Oh, we also missed the part where they brought the dog with them 
to the oh yeah to the murder house, and the dog just leaps out the window. It's like I gotta get the fuck out of here. He's like, this There's shit is dead people out. everywhere. I'm out. Yeah, the dog risks a concussion jumping through a window just to free itself. And he's not trying to save his owners. He's not trying to find. He's just like, I'm out of here, guys. No, no it's not even like way too the scary. dog and the mom team up at the end to take no. down Jason. Nice, nice. To, yeah, would be fun if they did. But yeah, no. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. she, uh, the camper gets thrown through the window, mm-hmm. knocking out an entire wall of the house. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, this, this girl is very, she's with it. She's giving him a fight because mm-hmm. she, all she has is a hammer and she goes nuts on his head with a hammer. She's got some survival skills yeah. and she's, she's using them, right? Yep. <clears throat> Um, and th- no, she doesn't quite get the mask off yet, but she does no. knock him out for a minute. Well, this right? is this is when they go upstairs. Ah, and that's they lock right. And they're themselves in, his room. in Tommy's room. Yeah. And she then pulls, <laughs> she takes a computer monitor, which is still plugged in, and smashes it onto his head. You see sparks flying out. Yeah. And this is when he's knocked unconscious. Yeah, that's what knocks him out. I do like when they're mm-hmm. just holding each other in the room. You do feel some tension. You're like, what are they going to yeah. do? Because he's about to come through and there's nothing they have, but they're holding on to each other. They don't have any kind it's, of weapon. It's they don't. great, yeah. It is. And then you're right. She grabs the computer monitor, knocks him out, and that's when she does the butcher knifing, right? To make this sure he's is... kind of... Well, this is when she kind of tries to sneak past the body, which is weird. Yeah. She, like, tiptoes past him. Mm -hmm. And she even tells Tommy, like, listen, I'm going to lure him downstairs, which she does. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, leave. Tommy has other plans. Because now for a while, we just cut back and forth between his sister running around and Jason chasing her. Yeah. And Tommy upstairs shaving his head. (laughs) Like prepare like Rambo preparing for war or something. Like he's getting yes. ready. That's what exactly the big reveal is here is it's amazing it's because pretty great. Jason pretty has great. Jason finally has his sister on the mm-hmm. ground. It's been mm-hmm. a really tough fight. He's yeah, gone through. She's it with really this given girl. him through. Yeah, she's given yes. him a what for. Really holding her own, standing her own ground. But he's about to kill this woman, and suddenly <laughs> Corey Feldman shows up, looking creepy as fuck. He not only shaved his head, he appears to have grayed out his entire complexion. And he shaved his head in like patches because I guess that's what he's supposed to look like. He's also wearing cut off jean short shorts. Did you notice this? Because I was like, well, this was your own choice. It's like a Tom Sawyer look or something. I was like, you put on a polo shirt and cut off jean shorts. You were not wearing these before this transformation. And in that artist's rendering, the clothes were not there. We didn't see. We only saw the face, right? Yeah. No, but he stands in the door in the stairwell and he's like, hey, Jason. Hey, hey, look over remember here. Me? Remember me? Remember me? And again, you as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> to which Jason, like, almost like for a moment, Harry and the Hendersons, like, what? <laughs> Get out of here, Jason. Yeah. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> if it was only that easy. And then you just run off into the woods. <laughs> Make for a much more wholesome ending. Um, <laughs> But no, Jason has a moment, and then this brother-sister team, they're ready to kick ass, right? Because yes. yeah. Corey goes in, is, my, is 
fucking great. And even the sister's like, oh my God, Corey goes totally apeshit <laughs> so, on. So the sister, real quick, the sister, he turns around to look at Corey and is like, oh, look, almost like a dog turning his head. Like, what, yeah. what, is, what did you just say to me? Yeah. She cuts off his mask, revealing this monster. This disfigured face. Yeah. Yeah. Then I guess out of horror drops it. And Corey Feldman stabs him right through the head. Great practical effects because Jason then falls on the handle yeah. and his head slides down through the blade. Yeah. These two embrace, but Corey sees his finger move and goes like, he's that fucking nuts on this dude. <laughs> Just like hacking. It's like to the point where his sister's like, oh no, this is not good at all. Because now when we, we do get a little aftermath hospital scene, like everything's all, you know, he's gone and now Corey's in the hospital and the sister is concerned, right? That the, this, what about this little flare up that he got? And the doctor, the psychologist, I guess there lets her know like this happens when traumatic, I mean, people experience things that are this traumatic. Kind of. You're downplaying this reaction because she's oh. in a hospital bed going, well, what about my brother? And there's a cop and a doctor, and they kind of look at each other like, mm, no. And the Did you see his like, haircut? <laughs> but finally, the doctor's like, no, no, no. He's fine. Don't worry about it. And he walks in the room, and it's a nice embrace at the end of this movie mm-hmm. until you oh. zoom in on Corey <laughs> Creepy face. Corey's face. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> it's really great. And I think not to um not to spoil the next movie, but I feel like they teased out something they may have wanted to do, which is Corey basically then becomes the Jason. The of new the killer. Series, yeah, because you know? it's like, yeah. It's and they don't really him. do that, but they play with that idea in the That's next why, again, one, so I thought yeah. that was familial connection where maybe this was Jason's cousin. Passed on, yeah. Yes, and so now it came uh, to him, oh this, this violent urge to kill, kill, kill. Um, but yeah, it, the freeze frame on his face, I mean, you know my favorite, 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 such an impact in my life, it made my favorite of our, our horror movies that we've ever, ever done, is, of course, The Sleepaway Camp. And one yes. of the reasons, besides it's, it's layered with love, but the reveal yeah. at the end of that movie is a similar like freeze frame. Like, what? Are you kidding me? Yep. This didn't have quite the 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 impact of a of a of a sleepaway camp, but it was. Would still you want? Would you want Corey Feldman to pull it pull it on his pants? <laughs> revealing a vagina. A, vagina? <laughs> a little bit, and then he's really the mom. Freeze. <laughs> I've been your mom the whole time. He rips off his mask (laughs) to reveal his mom. He's like, look it. Now I don't. The ending here was really like because I don't know your full thoughts. You're about to give them, but I'll give mine because it's led naturally into that. Of course, no. This was. I mean. I have sort of experienced the Friday the 13th movies in that I think I was at Halloween parties where they were played in the background. I've never mm-hmm. paid specific attention and watched one all the way through, at least not that I can recall. Isn't there one with Johnny Depp? Is that number two or something? No, Johnny Depp is in the first um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, Freddy so see, movie. this is, I get them all confused, yeah. so I don't know that I've even ever watched a full uh, Friday now, the 13th. Now, what's his face? Kevin Bacon was in the first Friday the 13th. Okay, then, yeah, no, we don't have okay. a Friday the 13th, and I have a very oh, man, bare we gotta watch relationship. The first night. If we had, if you had any joy watching this movie, we got to watch the first Friday the 13th. Well, it's, it was, I, I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll say no, no, it was No, no, go ahead. 
it yeah. wasn't the most from the movies we've seen. It definitely yeah. wasn't my most favorite, and it definitely wasn't. Uh, yeah, even the kills. Like I'm now getting. I can't believe me saying this about a horror movie with the kills, but they were like mediocre, not that yep. great. Some of them were all right. Um, so I thought overall it was okay. What what we mentioned already. The highlights are Corey and Crispin. That's mm-hmm. yeah. really the the best pieces of, of this and those yeah. are that dance alone is enough for me to say yeah if you're if you're having a, a halloween movie marathon and you put on this one you'd be entertained yeah but it's if, definitely if it's not a, a favorite a of mine that we've done if there are people yes. just hanging around you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention right because they're going to catch well, these fun parts exactly yeah. and mm-hmm. when you know the dancing is happening you shut that tune party down in. for just one yeah. second yeah. turn you're off the make music sure. make everybody watch the screen and then it's fine. Then just move, right. go on with your party. You're right. okay. Right. I feel the same way. I, I would say this is a upper tier one of these movies. Yeah. Because some of them can be. Oh, of the even, Friday the 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Can be even more tedious than this. Mm. Even a bit tougher before anything happens. And even mm. when things happen, it's just like stabby, 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 roll end credits. Mm. Um, yeah, so this gave you a little more in between. Yeah, there are a even couple if it was are, a lot of teenage sex. <laughs> right. Yeah, there are a couple that are better than this that okay. I feel like we'll get into. Um, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad she didn't have the worst time with it. <laughs> but you're right. There are better slashers and certainly better movies that we've talked about in this podcast, and we've yeah. mentioned a few. Yeah. In this discussion, so yeah, but whatever. The end. So the end. That's uh, it. <laughs> the end. So do you have a recommendation? Uh, I went between the two, this? but I'll give you this one. Sure. Because I think I've given the other. And if not, I'll give the other with our next because it's more of a Halloween-y kind of show. Mm-hmm. But I'll give mm-hmm. you this one instead. Uh, and stop me if I've said it before. I think it's a Netflix, I think it was Netflix documentary. It's really weird. I recommend it only because it's really weird. Mm-hmm. And it's got a creepy vibe to it. The Curious Case of Natalia Grace is this Netflix, I believe, documentary about this little um, little person girl, this little midget girl that is adopted by this family. It's a true story of this girl that's adopted from the Ukraine by this family. And then this bizarre twist of events that happens with this family where the mom and the dad try to change the age, claim the little girl <laughs> was really older than she said she was, and they adopted right. a scam artist little person who was taking advantage of their family. And then they, it's this whole, the story is just bizarre. And I have to say, yeah. it's like a, one of those six part or six episode documentary, knock series, docu series, sure. whatever's. Um, and the dad's super weird. He does this thing where he imitates the, the daughter or the mom, I think being abusive. And he does, he, the dad is the most bizarre piece of it. If you can imagine <laughs> that with the okay. Ukraine midget coming in and saying that she All was right. not, anyway, it's a really bizarre, true story. Um, it ended a little unceremoniously, like I didn't love it, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, that would be my half hearted recommendation for just like oh. weird, not really thriller, but real life bizarreness. I'll take a anyway. half-hearted recommendation. That's, That's totally for you. fine. No. Okay. How about for uh, you? My recommendation is a comedy hmm. from 1981. So maybe we have to watch this at some point. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Uh, it's only like 75 minutes. So like Brief. an hour 15. Breezy. Uh, it is called Saturday the 14th. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it's basically a send-up of 
horror movies. That's probably um, pretty fun. I like it. Yeah, but it's basically about a family that moves into a house, a normal, they're kind of weird and quirky family mm-hmm. that moves into a house, like a big gothic, almost like mansion, like a like a monster style house. Mm-hmm. But then it cuts to a group of monsters that are like, but we wanted to go in that house because like we wanted to buy that house because there's some ancient book or whatever. That doesn't matter. But the whole movie is about these monsters, like, trying to get these people out of the house. It's almost like Beetlejuice, like, 10-plus years before Beetlejuice. Cool. Because they just try and scare these people, and nothing they do works. And Jeffrey like Tambor's it. in it as, like, Dracula. Um, it's kind of a fun movie. So cool. I would say check it out. The loosest of relationships to Friday the 13th. Right, right. Mine, yeah. too, but that's okay. Um, so... Everybody, we'll be back and we get one more horror movie. Another to do. for the month of October. So, Jamie, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna change things up a little bit, and we're gonna do a movie that I've never seen before. Oh, I'm excited about it. I chose it by name only. Oh. But then, when I did uh, some research, and I will I will read you the description. I could not be more excited or curious about this movie okay the name of the movie is butcher baker nightmare maker (laughs) okay from 1981 you ready for this i will read you the description i found online the movie focuses on a teenager who raised by his neurotic aunt finds himself at the center of a murder investigation after she stabs a man to death in their house the boy's sexually repressed aunt secretly harbors incestuous feelings for him. Oh my god! While, while the detective investigating the crime believes that the murder might be a result of a homosexual love triangle. Oh my god! And this is Bill Paxton's first movie ever. What? So, and yeah. in all that description, where does the butcher and the baker come in? I have no idea. <laughs> This movie has like three different titles. That's the one it's most known for and seems to be the most fun. Okay. Okay. Here we go. So, yeah. So two fun, weeks from fun now. Fun, fun new ride for you. All right. We're going to talk about Butcher Baker, Nightmare Maker. And we'll both be watching that one for the first time. Sweet. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you for following us on all the social medias everywhere we are. I've really leaned recently more into TikTok and I've totally dropped the ball it's with like really fun. Facebook. Like I'm not He's I'm not, not an F beer anymore. He's modernizing. I, I, He's a hip cat, kids. That's and right. if you want to know about good times, mm-hmm. good movies, check us out on the twi- Twitter. <laughs> No, on the tw- or or the name of our podcast, Good Times Great Movie. What did I say? <laughs> you just said Good Times Good Movie. Well, in some cases they're just good. It's all they're not good, great. Good times, lukewarm movies, whatever. It's the eighties. In, in this case, they're not going to be great. But anyway, uh, I appreciate and it's not you guys Twitter. following it's, it's, us. Yeah. Yeah, no, if there's... It's not even Twitter ever... anymore, isn't it X? Sorry. Oh, God, I can't, I can't, call, I can't okay. call it X. That maniac who bought that dumb thing and... uh terrible. Anyway. Anyhow. This is not the uh, Elon Musk sucks podcast, which maybe it could be if we wanted to. Um, anyway, follow us at all those places. Uh, we will talk to you again in two weeks. Until then, everyone, have a great two weeks. Keep killing. I mean, not really. Keep so killing. I'm not really. I mean, don't kill a lot. Like, if you have to, if it just lets something out. <laughs>
keeps you from doing worse things, I guess. What I said you were killing, I didn't mention. So just keep, keep killing, killing it. Killing it. In your daily in lives. Your daily That's lives. what we want to say. Just stay three shits, three if, shits if, to the wind. Three shits to the wind. If <laughs> you're an accountant, you keep killing it in that accounting business. <laughs> not your coworkers. Not your uh, coworkers. Uh, no, not other people. <laughs> All right, Killer coming up on you. I just, just came right just there. Like, it's like a killer that counts down before he kills you. Essentially, he does. I mean, he gives you the little footsteps. There's probably some heavy breathing involved. Where I can kind of. I don't know. Something. Most of it's just jump out. Like you don't really see him coming. No. What about when he flicks the light in the bathroom? He gives little signals because they're always slightly aware. Even the girl yeah. that went to get her bike, she was like, something's off. And it then she was murdered. teasing the person in a way where the guy in the shower can't do anything about the fact that the lights just went out. Like, yeah. And you don't even let him get out of the shower. No. Like, He's totally fine to just be like, alright, I'll just keep washing my hair in the dark. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. I mean, he thought Plus, it it's was... not all that dark. No, and I think first he thought it was his lover coming back. And yeah, he thought it was a a friend being awkward for sh- for shower <laughs> seconds immediately. Yeah, like, I don't know. I mean, apparently teenagers okay. in the eighties just love having sex and thinking about sex, and that's all they it's really about, do. really. Yeah, they so, really um, what they really love is watching vintage porn <laughs> of ladies who are long dead, even by that point. Where did they even get that? Where well, like all the all the poor. Who has the that? Porn. Do you have that when you have your house rented out as oh, an I'm Airbnb? This. Yeah. Do you keep reel to reel vintage porn just kind of hanging around in case, shh, just no, in case somebody wants it? Um, uh, no, but okay. um, is it something you're thinking about doing now? Yes, now I've been uh, inspired. One might say. So the vintage porn is one. And yeah, what is that situation? So is it like they're just renting the cabin for the weekend, right? Or did they move in? Because they keep talking like they've moved in, but a group of teenagers can't just move into a cabin. They really talk about like, (laughs) we have new neighbors. Yeah, and I'm like, I think they're just here for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And what a bizarre situation if you're like, guys, let's all go in on a house together. Totally cool. We'll split the mortgage, what, 
six ways. Yeah. And well, this the, is well, our living six, situation they added now? the two on the way, right? Two of those, those... girls they added on the way. <laughs> <laughs> it just caused a <laughs> Like, it wasn't, we already had our couples paired off. We're good to go. There was already some sexual tension between some of them. And then we had the, but then we throw these random twins in there that I'm like, just did we just. biking <laughs> through the woods. The thing and that people like, don't do. When it was time to go, too, she's like, mm, thunderstorming and dark. It's time. We have to go. The amount of people that are like, it's raining. I guess I'll just walk away in this. The guy who's oh. camping nearby, and he's like, thanks for the lift, to I guess an area where I can set up my tent. Yeah, pretty much, which is near nearby your backyard. Because very, apparently this is all your land so. and all your... All oh. right. I, I think we have to get into it because I think is, we are into this it. This could think go there's... for three hours. I think. Yeah. <laughs> if we yeah. really, if we really wanted to dissect this movie because I haven't even mentioned Corey Feldman, which oh. is <laughs> incredible turn in this movie. I mean, it's like oh, some... he just paused to wash his hair for a bit. That's that's a bizarre choice for this child. While mayhem and murder is happening all around him, He's I'll like, just dip my hair in the sink and slick it back. I have this idea. Even though I have a room full of like these, I mean, all, he shaved his head and I guess he puts, okay, let's, we're not there. That's the end. That's the end. <coughs> yeah. Don't get us ahead. Let's no, introduce I, ourselves. Let's get that I part. I think I started. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, because I, I took do. such bad notes with Baker Boys. Right. Yeah, you really had to help me out a bit. Um, I just danced on the oh, piano with my salty dress on and led us through that that uh, adult film, I, I think say, is what we were calling them. Adult, yeah, but not... I, I have a colleague and a she colleague. was talking to me and, um, you know, I, clearly she doesn't listen to the show. Oh. No offense to anyone that doesn't listen, but I guess she sees our social media things. Mm-hmm. And she's, she talks to me and she's in bands and stuff and she goes... Do you like the fabulous Baker Boys? Like, oh, it's um, it's fine. It was okay. She's like, oh, because you, like, I thought, you know, you talked about it for a long time. Like, you don't like it? I'm like, no, no, it's a perfectly fine, serviceable movie. And that's kind of where the conversation ends, where I assume she walked away going, I don't know what this podcast is now. I've never listened to it, but I assume he would have a strong opinion on movies they talked about. But no, kind of just like, mm, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> that's how the Baker boys hit you. They hit yeah. you without uh, any kind of a... Yeah, it was smooth jazz is what it was. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting overly excited. How would you be if she asked you about this movie, I wonder? What would your reaction be? Let's save that for our thoughts on this movie. Nice little tease. I like it. All right. All right, so go ahead. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Good Times, Great 